Hey, Trevor, how are you, buddy? It's good to see you again. I'm good. I'm doing good. Yeah. I wore my black sweater, you know, to to fit in with Everblack. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Because uh, I'm actually at the office at work and just floating in a skull, but uh, there's just book work and stuff behind it. So it's less interesting than where you are. That looks cool. You're, you're at home chilling out? My home. Yeah. This is my little studio workspace. So yeah, got my stereo, my books and stuff. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Living the dream, living the dream, brother. But uh, hey, man, thanks for joining us on the show again. Of course, Mr. Bungle are finally coming back to Australia. And this is going to be my first time seeing Bungle as I was two weeks shy of being 18 when the last tour happened. So, wow. uh, yeah. So was, when were we there last? What year was that? 2000, I think it was. No, 99, 99. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's been over. It's been t- almost 25 years. I know, man, right? Crazy, crazy. I remember seeing the poster and being like, if only I was two weeks away. Unfortunately, you're not going to get um, Bungle proper. You're going to get the Raging Wrath Bungle, which, you know, a lot of people have issues with. But Man, I'll take Bungle any way I can get Bungle. <laughs> right. All right? I'll get Bungle because I like that Raging Wrath um, demo, man. It's It's awesome. Yeah. We'll bring back the 90s, man, or the 80s, to be honest. Yeah. It's sick. It's good, man. I like, man, I like all the eras of Bungle. You know, you guys are so diverse and, you know, cover all the bases. Yeah. I mean, we listen to a lot of different music individually. So it just comes out naturally. Works, man. It works. Um, but how are you feeling about finally coming back? I mean, you've been here yeah. before that, but with Bungle, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I think I must have gone, I must have been back in Australia with um, Tomahawk after that, yeah. probably early, early, maybe 2003 or four or something. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to, I'm going to look into actually swimming with a platypus this time because it's on my bucket list. Um, but, you know, you, cause you can go to some of these places yeah. like a zoo and like pay to, like wait around on a tank and like let them like hopefully st- inject you with venom that's what i because <laughs> i, I want to be like spider-man but with platypus you start growing this tail yeah yeah and the... yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i just gotta piss off a male platypus and then he sticks me with his venom and then then i'm become a superhero I'm pretty that sure sounds, that's how that's exactly how it works that's exactly <laughs> how it works but <laughs> lay eggs and they lay eggs, don't they? Yeah. I live in this country. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> They're egg-laying mammal, man. They're one of the few. How does that even happen? I don't even yeah. know in the grand scheme of things how how it's like a duck. You guys have a lot of weird fever. shit there. So, you know, it's basically because you're floating in the middle of nowhere and and you've been doing that for a long time. And so animals are like, you know, they grow weird shit and they turn into weird things and then they can't leave. They can't, you know, they're like, they're it's, trapped. How does a, yeah, but it's like a beaver and a duck mixed with something. Else. Like, how does that even happen? You know, it's like, it has bone structure of a bird, uh, <laughs> a mammal and, um, and, uh, and reptile. A reptile. I didn't yeah. know that. There you go. Man, so when the, 
when the British came, my there's a song about this that Mr. Bungle that I wrote for of Mr. Course. Bungle. Yes, explain the whole history of it in one song. But uh, but the, um, when the British came over and they they found this thing, and they're like, well, we got to We clearly have to take this back to the UK and analyze it because we don't know what the hell it is. And when they took it back, they the uh, the scientists in in the UK thought it was a hoax. They thought it, they thought someone had glued together a bunch of different. Animals. They're like, this isn't real. Man, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. But they are cool. They are cute little dudes and dudettes. Yeah. I like them. I like them. But uh, you're bringing Melvins back down with you as well. Um, you've probably done countless tours with those guys over the years. Um, crazy, crazy cats. But it, everyone loves yeah. them. How's it yeah. touring with those guys? It's great. Those guys are they're road they're road machines. They're road dogs. Yes. You know, they're just constantly on the road and they know how to do it. And I mean, we've been fans of their music, you know, since the eighties, and that's why we started playing with them back then. You know, and just because we wanted to be around it and hear and hear them live. So I've pro I've probably seen the Melvins live more than I've ever seen any other band because I've all, I also used to go see them before I knew them just as a fan, you know, um, back in the sort of like the, um, bullhead days or Ozma, you know, period, I would see that material in bars in San Francisco. So, um, uh, yeah, it's, it'll be fun. It'll be a blast, man. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. But, uh, of course, I mean, Bungle have always had a really strong connection with Australia, apart from the platypus and the, you know, a couple of you guys actually, you know, Tanny uh, moved here as well as Bar. You know, you here? left them behind here. Yeah. They here they are. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know those Australian women, man. You can't. They, they you know, they, they, the Americans come down there. They just trap them. <laughs> you know, that's what Australians do. They trap. That's the why the platypus can't leave. That's why you know if you if you go, it's it's very difficult to get out of Australia. So. I made it out luckily, but, um, but yeah, no, we love it down there. It, Australia's always been really good to us, you know, Disco Volante, which, which is our weirdest record arguably was, I think on the charts in Australia. I mean, that's how, that's how weird you guys are. So um, yeah, don't call us weird. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are, we, we, we are a weird bunch, but we found yeah. that connection with Bungle, a really strong connection with Matt. And I love that album, man. Merry go bye-bye is like still, one of my favorite songs ever, right on, right. ever yeah, yeah. written. Yeah. Um, but, you know, did you ever want to stay? Did you ever go, you know what, I'm just going to move to Australia? No, no, I've always, I mean, I the last time I was down there, I'd already, I moved to New York in 2000. Mm. Uh, so, which is already a big move, being from California, moved to New York is kind of, even though it's the same country, it's kind of extreme. And um so I'd already made a big move and I was excited to be in New York and where, where, you know, for, for musical reasons, you know, because yes. the community here and it's really been good for me. So, um, I'm glad I did that. Do you still stay in touch with those other guys? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm in touch. I was texting Danny yesterday and, um, yeah, saw bear was in, I saw bear in California a few months ago. He, he came to visit family oh, awesome. and, we hung out a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, man, that's so cool. I can't wait. But uh, are you – I mean, let me start this. Here. It's early in the morning here. Let me rewind that, brother. Uh, I was going to say, uh, of course, uh, Dave Lombardo and Scott Ian are now part of the band Thrash Legends. 
Uh, yeah. How did that come about? When we ha- we had the idea of to re-record this demo, and be- you know, it's it's '80s thrash metal, and it was mm. all inspired by bands like Slayer and Anthrax and Exodus, and you know, um, I mean, the list goes on. Me and Mike and Trey were like living that in the '80s. Um, so when we decided to redo it, we, me and Mike already knew Dave because of Phantomas. Yeah. And, and, you know, that music, he was like, an, he was like a no brainer. like, we got to get Dave. This music was written with him in mind, you know? And then, and then actually Mike suggested we get, uh, Scott as a, uh, rhythm guitarist, um, which made a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, we, you know, we're trying to be, we're trying to turn the big four into the big five, basically. We're trying to be, you know, number five and take over. Because all those other bands, Slayer already retired. Yep. You know, Metallica's probably next, you know. It's like, we're, we got to get up in there, man. We got to, like, <laughs> get, take get over. The, the big, you get it like a Mortal Kombat totem where you're going to go and take them out one by one. Exactly. exactly. And it's very yeah. Mortal Kombat inspired as well, which, you know, because we grew up playing those video games. I mean yeah there you go but then scott will have to fight himself you know how you yeah. can fight yourself it, it's you know the mirror yeah. the mirror version yeah yeah it gets a little meta but yeah <laughs> and, but uh you know bungle's always been hard to pin down musically but you know you know you guys started out with thrash and the death metal influences and things like that but you know it went into some crazy directions over the years and now it seems to it's come back around with the the thrash stuff with the raging wrath of the easter bunny was a plan to always bring that full circle one day were you guys like we have to do it it's on the bucket list not really, but we did. I mean, there's footage of us. I saw some recently on YouTube, which I totally had forgotten about. Uh, but we used to play some of this, some of this thrash stuff in our set. Like, mm. actually, speaking of Merry Go Bye Bye, you know, there's that all that metal stuff that happens yeah. at the end. There's footage of us. You can hear like we play Raping Your Mind and, and, uh, you know, Sudden Death. We start interjecting that stuff because. We always, me and Train Mike always like actually love that music, but we never really, you know, it wasn't recorded very well. And then mm. we only played it for like a year before we changed gears. So um, we, yeah, it, it, it was never a plan to redo it. But actually, I had the idea when it once after I met Dave, and I'm like, wait a minute, we've got the drummer here now that we always dreamed of playing with when we were 16 years old. Like, why don't we, what if we re record this, you know? And, um, Actually, to be honest, we never thought it was that people were going to accept it because it's so different from what we what we did in the 90s. Yeah. You know? And we we thought this might totally flop, you know, um, but it's people have, have uh, luckily have, um, you know, embraced it. So that's awesome. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of patent worshippers out there and, yes. you know, it fart in a bag and they would buy it. You know. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, that is true. I know a few of them. I do know a yeah. few of them. But uh and you too, man. They you know, anything you do, they like, they're hardcore. We appreciate it. We all appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh of course, I mean the influence on other bands has been massive throughout the years. There are so many big bands that have been quoted as as being inspired by you guys, like Slipknot, for example. But uh has there anyone that has taken you by surprise and come up to you and gone, man, bungle 
set me on my path that you thought this person never in a million years? Um, you know, I get, I mean, uh, corn told us that, uh, uh, um, Brian Welsh, the, one of the guitar players from corn t- mm. told me personally that they, um, blatantly stole shit from us. <laughs> like he told me that to my face, like firsthand, which is fine. I mean, whatever, you know, like everyone's influenced by everyone else, you know? And, but, um, I think the most surprising is when I, here in New York, when I meet young musicians mm. who, you know, I feel like musicians are just getting better and better all the time. And there's all kinds of young musicians who are just like incredible, man. They're, you know, they're, they might be classical improv, they might be classical musicians who can also improvise or they just, you know, they play noise, but they can also read music. I don't know. There's like this, you know, there used, when I was a kid, there were a lot of dividing lines between, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't even like punk and metal at the same time. It wasn't cool, you know, and now there's the diversity and the, and the, um, the, the, the vastness of these young people's talents are amazing. So every, sometimes I'll meet these people and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I was totally into Bungle when I was in high school. I'm like, what, you know? Um, and they're like, they're like, like miles above me like in terms of what they can do musically you know so that always you know surprises me it's 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 humbling and like you know um you know also is kind of an ego stroke for me too it's like well man i'm happy to definitely happy to be a part of the contingent of influential music you know it's it's weird for me to think about that you know because i'm still I'm still the same person that I was back then. I'm still listening to different kinds of music and mm. listening to new stuff and getting inspired and trying to think about, wow, how can I keep my stuff fresh and not just like be one of these like old curmudgeons who won't let go of the torch. <laughs> They're like, no, I won't listen to anything past, you know, 1999. Yeah. No, I know that one. Yeah. But yeah. hey, man, I mean, you guys kicked open those doors for a lot of people to to go, you know, it's cool to listen to a lot of different stuff. And you yeah, even incorporate yeah. that in your sets, man. Like some of the covers you guys do, you're like, was it like that 10 CC cover? And like even Sepultura, yeah. man, you know what I mean? Like you're throwing in territory now, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's wild, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I mean, that thing, like, you know, in high school, I never understood why you couldn't like, you know, uh, DRI and Slayer, you know, mm. they're both they both got something to say they're you know it's definitely different genres but you know i don't know but i was also learning how to play jazz and listening to like stravinsky and mm. listening to the police or whatever you know so i it, you know and it, i never understood why you would be judged for it's all it's just notes it's just melodies and harmonies yep. and you know like <laughs> everyone gets hung up on it they get hung up on it, but uh, yeah, not so much security. You know, you feel like you got to find your camp so you can strength in numbers. But you know, I mean, just being a musician, you have that, I think, and and being a listener, you know. That's right. That's right. But uh, have you guys talked about the next step with the new album or anything like that? No, no, no plans for that. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. We're gonna we're gonna ride this raging wrath thing out a little bit mm. more. It does, honestly, it kind of has a shelf life um, um, because we're not going to we're not going to make another uh, 
metal record. I mean, mm. even even our fans know that. <laughs> like, we're never our next. If we were to make another record, you know, it's not going to be like anything we've ever done. So, um, we just have that's the kind of thing that we, you know, Trey and Mike and I, who were, you know, kind of make those sort of ultimate decisions. I guess like yeah. having, uh, you know, we don't sit down and talk about that kind of stuff. It just happens, you know, if it, if it's going to happen. So um there's no telling fingers crossed dude i got my fingers crossed but uh you know we'll see we'll see how it goes i mean you've got a big year next year massive festivals and come down to australia man it's busy busy times but uh yeah europe we're gonna do another tour in the states you know uh, i'm doing a big tour with buzz osborne from the melvins he and i are doing a duo tour um like two months in the states and then a month in uh Europe. So yeah, my, my whole year is actually booked already for 2024. So maybe, maybe 2025, I'll be able to like chill and write some new stuff and see what happens, see where that goes. Awesome, man. Awesome. But, uh, Hey man, uh, before we uh, wrap up, I know uh, we've got to, I've got to go in a sec, but I just did want to say that, uh, our last chat that we had, which was not long ago, uh, has become one of my most significant chats I've had um, because a friend of mine who was a very, very big Bungle fan and Melvin's fan, uh, passed away. And the, one of the last interactions we had was talking about that interview and how stoked he was that I got to speak to you. So I don't know why I'm bringing that. I just thought, you know, yeah. to give him a shout out to John, wherever he is in the big wide universe that, um, yeah. uh, and tell you how much he, he loved your music. Uh, so well right on i'm sure he's he's i'm sure he's judging us from the from the celestial area (laughs) (laughs) no he'd be loving it man he'd be loving it but uh brother thank you so much again for hanging out on the show we're gonna have all the links down here and on the website uh have a good christmas holidays with your family and stuff dude thank you will do all right man we'll see you soon thanks a lot